Hour from Richard Kaysen Radio Network World Headquarters. From the Kaysen Compound, you have found your over 40 ex-rock DJ who got tired of being told to quit talking so much. Got tired of being told how to do my show. Got tired of being told how to get ratings. Got tired of being told how to get awards by people who've never gotten ratings or awards in the first place. I know what to do. You just sit back and make the money and let me do the creative stuff. It's the brilliant mind. The gold standard. Known in some circles as the one-man hate group. You're charming and delightful host for the next two hours. The world's greatest radio personality. Right here on the Richard Kaysen Radio Network. Coming to you this afternoon from the flagship of the Richard Kaysen Radio Network 1240 KFMO, the Parkland's Freedom Leader. One of the big Kansas City Chiefs affiliates, and that explains why I'm coming to you so early this evening, or this afternoon, rather, because the Chiefs are in action. And uh, I didn't even look at the schedule far enough to see. Let me ask my phone here. <laughs> Talking to the phone always works good on the radio. Who are the Kansas City Chiefs playing this Sunday? The Chiefs will play the Raiders on Sunday at 7.20 p.m. All right. That will be your Kansas City Chiefs taking on what is now the Las Vegas Raiders right here on AM 1240 KFMO, the pregame around 6 o'clock and the game at 7.20. If you're listening on the podcast, then you've already seen the game and you know the outcome and everything that goes with it. So... Since we're not taking phone calls, since we're not at the studio, and since young Jared has the night off, it's just just you and me, all by our lonesome here. And I figured that, you know, I had all sorts of stuff going on all week, all sorts of sales things and other aspects of the show that required my attention, but I knew a week in advance what this show was going to be, and... You know, I could beat you over the head with all the headlines and the polls and everything else about how the slow Taliban administration is just the most epic failure of failures. As I was watching Newsmax earlier, I think they said Biden is now at 38% disapproval. Or wait, no, that's approval. Yeah. Only 38% of the people polled think he's doing a good job. Kamala, 28% approval rating. I say give her the gig. How bad can it get? How much worse can it get? Want to go from bad to worse? That's what they want. Biden was put in there. He didn't, Biden didn't have any plans of running for president. He thought he was going to retire at 1209 Farview Road, or no, 1209 Barley Mill Road. That's what happens when you try to remember 
the president of the United States' home addresses off the top of your head. Sometimes you mess them up. But he thought he'd retire at 1209 Barley Mill Road in Wilmington, Delaware, or 32 Farview Road in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, behind his $500,000 defense wall. Previously, when he thought he was going to go into retirement, well, don't really need a defense wall, but now that you're the commander in thief, the fake phony president, now that $500,000 security wall is starting to sound pretty good. And if you've noticed, my Joe Biden impersonation is getting a little better. I'm not, I'm not going the Dana Carvey route. I'm going the Barney Rubble route. Because the more I see Biden, this is the voice I hear, Fred. Hey, we don't want the girls to get mad at us, Fred. <laughs> Barney Rubble. That's all I hear whenever I see this incompetent stooge open his sewer of a mouth. I don't like him. Not only do I don't like him, he did he steal it or did the Chinese steal it for him so that he would be friendly to their whims and their wishes? Yeah, they did. And we are going to explore that in depth throughout this entire first hour. Second hour, we're going to explore in depth the curriculum that on the one hand, this is amazing, you have the corporate media, your Joy Behars, your Joy Reeds, your Joy Dishwashing Liquids, and all these other loud, cackling women, all with the name of Joy, which is completely the opposite of their state, by the way. But they say critical race theory doesn't exist. It's just something we made up. Well, A, I didn't make up the material that I will be teaching you from. Yes, next hour, I will be teaching a class on critical race theory. I didn't develop the curriculum. Ibrahim Zindi helped develop that curriculum. And Zan Tanner, master of the pan flute, who happens to be Attorney General Merrick Garland's son-in-law, is the guy who owns the company who publishes the stuff. That schools deny their teaching, that the media denies their teaching. But if they are denying that they're teaching it, why are they getting so mad that we don't want it taught and want it eliminated from school? Why? is my question. Why? If it doesn't exist, and if it's a non-issue, then ignore it, corporate media. Always talking out of both sides of their mouth. Oh, speaking of talking out of both sides of your mouth. About three weeks ago, maybe going on a month, Alec Baldwin killed a woman. Now, how did he do that? They were shooting a Western with what was not a prop gun, but an antique gun of the time around 1885, a Colt 45. Baldwin was supposed to unholster the round, aim the gun directly at the camera, and fire the shot. 
which as we've established here on this show, yeah, that'd be a pretty cool shot. The problem is that the cinematographer was standing behind the camera, and the other part of the problem is that they were using live rounds. The reason they say they were using live rounds is because the prop people and the armorists said they were all out back shooting cans. And one of them forgot to check to make sure it was empty or didn't have a live round in it. A week later, you know, as this woman, her family is mourning her loss, she's not coming back ever unless she was saved and they'll meet her again in heaven one day. But a week after the incident, what does Baldwin do? He's tweeting out a picture of his costumed family about to go trick-or-treating. Something that the cinematographer, what's her name, Halnia Hutchins, something that she will never get to take her kids to do again. Because Alec Baldwin is a negligent stooge. He was one of the producers of this movie, and he should have had a better understanding of every aspect of this production other than just growing out his beard and showing up and saying, yes, I'm Alec Baldwin. I'm going to point the gun at the camera now, and we're going to take this shot. Yes, I'm Alec Baldwin. Doing his best Jack Palance impersonation as the left, two weeks later, start piling on Kyle Rittenhouse for defending himself, going into a war zone, trying to help out that was fueled by the corporate media who lied to you about that six-second cliplet of counterfeit drug user and arrest resistor George Floyd, who wasn't choked by the Minneapolis police. He, in fact, had a heart attack, and he died. The Richard Kaysen Radio Network. Always good to get to flex my chops in another day part, as we call it in the business. Usually you can hear this show every Sunday night from 9 to 11 here on the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Soon to be expanding to Poplar Bluff, Missouri. St. Louis, Missouri. And yes, even Kansas City. I'm actually in negotiations with some suckers, uh, people to become affiliates of the Richard Case and Radio Network so that we can expand the show and spread the message. But yeah, it's good to be here with you on this Sunday afternoon. The reason for the little switch up here is because the Kansas City Chiefs will be the night game. And you know the nature of football games at night. You know, football, they put 60 uh, 60 minutes on the clock. But through so much stopping and starting, 
you always have a three and a half hour game. It takes three and a half hours to play 60 minutes. It's kind of like that old Rodney Dangerfield joke. Yeah, but it takes you an hour and a half to watch 60 minutes. All right. So let's just go all the way back to November 3rd, 2020, when the Democrat Party successfully stole the election from Donald Trump. Well, wait a minute, Rick. You you hacks and you conservatives and you right-wingers and you racists have been saying that for, out, for over a year now without any conclusive proof whatsoever that Joe Biden stole the election. Well, yeah, we've been saying it and may not have had the proof, say, on election night because it was so fresh and it was so new. We didn't know what was going on. But by the next day, when you see the videos of, oh, I don't know, you had countless examples. Let's go over them again, shall we? You had the polling places in Detroit, Michigan. They were papering up and covering up the windows so that you couldn't see the -the behind-the-scenes machinations of an illegal and unethical nature that were taking place to steal this election. By the next day, you had people out in Nevada who were denied their vote because, according to the voter rolls, you've already voted today, ma'am. Sorry. The countless accounts of pets, dead people, dead pets, illegals, And just frankly, unregistered voters. You know, I don't know if people understand this or not, but just because you live in this country, just because you're 18 years or older, and just be, uh uh-oh, breaking news, Judge Colt scolds prosecutor for a second time in the Kyle Rittenhouse case. That's because you've got a woke, full hawk wearing, here, let me, what's this about? Kenosha police are now bracing for riots because they know that Kyle Rittenhouse is probably going to be acquitted or have a have a mistrial declared. But as before we get back to the big lie here, since this is on, let's just talk about this for a second. The judge already got onto this prosecutor once for his woke garbage. Apparently, in the law, you're not supposed to question someone on the stand once they have been advised to remain silent uh, after an arrest or something. That's some sort of a privileged zone of time that prosecutors can't explore because they're observing their rights to remain silent and such. Again, I'm not a lawyer. It's just my vague understanding with just a smidge of common sense. Judge got onto this prosecutor once for that, and now he's scolding him a second time because this witness on the stand for the defense, the prosecutor's cross-examining him, and he's trying to pin down where his politics are. Are you woke enough? And the reason Kenosha, Wisconsin is bracing for riots is because they're expecting a not guilty verdict. 
So you have them already bracing for riots. You've got Black Lives Matter already saying there's going to be riots. So here's what you do. You call in the National Guard. And anyone with a brick or a Molotov cocktail or a stolen television or a concrete milkshake or wearing a bandana or carrying a torch, or carrying a sign, or doing anything that even vaguely resembles riotous activity, shoot them. Not in the leg. Put the mob down. These dunces all over Hollywood and The View and Oh, that Kyle Rittenhouse, that's some of the worst acting I ever saw. Him crying on the stand, dry heaving like that. That's some of the worst acting I ever saw. No, that's not acting. That's a 17, 18-year-old kid expressing remorse for putting a bullet in somebody. Because he had to. Black Lives Matter? Antifa? When they set somebody on fire, when they hit somebody with a concrete milkshake, when they bring guns to a riot and start firing at people, which they do, nothing said, no expressions of regret or remorse. They just keep on keeping on, and the media keeps on portraying them as the freedom fighters that they are not. And it's time we arrested the news directors of all these news networks, too, for propagating the other big lie. The big lie about the elections, one thing. Then you've got the big lie that the media engages in all the rest of the time. But they've already said, expect riots. So here's what Richard Kaysen's saying. Of course, this is a couple of days after the fact as I get this ready for Sunday, but... Any, any town, any city that has any radical groups that just come out and publicly say, expect riots, my response to that is, expect to get shot. Expect to get ran over by a vehicle at 70 miles an hour. You leftist pieces of garbage think you're so big and bad with your numbers and your paid protesters that answer the ad on Craigslist to get a thousand bucks to burn down a city. I haven't forgotten any of you people. But if you are announcing that that's if if you're announcing that you're going to cause devastation and destruction with malice and every intention to do bodily harm, I'm just speaking as an ordinary person. As far as I'm concerned, you know, you would be treated the same way as if you broke into my house. And I'm telling you, arrests have to be made. Governors and state legislatures are going to have to band together and they're going to have to understand Congress is ineffective. The entire executive branch has been compromised. They're all Chinese assets or Russian assets. These are not Americans. These are seditionists. These are the real insurrectionists. And they have to be stopped. 
They stole an election from you a year ago just so they could advance this insanity that we're living through right now with high gas prices and inflation and all the rest. They have to be stopped. Whatever the cost. State legislatures and governors have to get together and go around Congress and go around the White House. And we're going to have to put together a plan of how exactly we arrest these people and try them and make sure they're convicted. Richard Kaysen Radio Network, hosted by a white person, rolls along. Just glancing over my shoulder during the break, and I saw that Tubin Jeffrey, they were playing a clip from him on Newsmax from CNN. He has to weigh in on the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. Listen, Jeffrey was caught on a Zoom call, Tubin. Why would you even listen to any of this man's legal expertise? Well, now I'm in I'm in therapy now and I'm working in a in a food bank and I'm working in a soup kitchen. Hey, don't go near food. And if you just had the normal ordinary, hey, I like to look at a woman like anyone else sort of an urge, you wouldn't have to go into therapy. The reason he had to go into therapy is because he exhibits deviant sexual behavior and wants people to watch what he does more of the rest of the big lie as the mainstream media continues to condemn young Kyle Rittenhouse who was just defending himself <laughs> what what is the I would love to hear the defense for all those rioters in Kenosha Wisconsin that night what's your defense for lighting this building on fire What's your defense for hitting this person in the face with a Molotov cocktail? I'd love to hear it. All right. November 3rd, 2020, your presidential election was stolen from you. Mike Lindell doing the Lord's work, pumping $5 million of his own money into an investigation to find out, hey, the 2020 election was stolen because he got a hold of of every bit of data from every hard drive of every Dominion voting machine in every county of all 50 states. What about Louisiana? They don't call them counties, they call them parishes. Ditto Louisiana. He got them all. Confirmed by cyber forensics experts who are not political people. This is all they do is track cyber stuff, trace it back to its original source to help come up with answers. Now, let's just start where the show originates from here in Missouri, okay? The big lie. Well, the truth is Trump won Missouri, hands down. The big lie, however, is that Trump got 1,697,262 votes. They even have these vote counts down to the single vote. These are not estimates. 1,697,262 votes is what they say Trump 
got versus Biden's 1,142,925. Here's the truth. Trump got 1,816,658 votes to Biden's 1,023,529. So Missouri being one of those states where the Democrats knew they weren't going to win it, but they still wanted to make it look uh, a little better. Take, a, take some votes here and email them over to this voting machine here where we need more votes, where we need a win, and pump those into the machines to crank out the result we want. And this is how your elections are going now. Some modified Xerox machines are holding the fate of your nation in the balance. But let's just stick with Missouri here. Um, Let me see. There's 114 counties in Missouri. And let's just see, for example, here in the parkland, we're in St. Francis County right now. Uh, Are you kidding me? I don't have St. Francis County on here. Well, St. Francis County's uh, results, if I remember it correctly, were sent to California to be counted. And then were sent back to the voting machine in St. Francis County. How about St. Genevieve County? It's just next door here. So on, let's see, 11-4-20. So that would have been after midnight. In fact... This was um, 11.53 a.m. the next day. Getting their information from IP target or IP source address 72.130.42.205, St. Genevieve County received their count from Hawaii, which is one of the 50 states, but in St. Genevieve, they were saying that uh, that Trump got 6,630 votes when in reality he got 7,022. Just an example of, of them manipulating everything. Now let's go to Carter County and Reynolds County where I live. Carter County. Their election results and official count came from South Carolina on 11-4-20, which would have, again, been the day after election day, at 16-14-04. So 16-14 is 4-14 and 4 seconds p.m. Finally getting the official result from South Carolina for Carter County, Missouri. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're saying that uh, Trump got 2,451 votes. He actually got 2,571 votes. But we'll explore more counties when we get back. Jason.
It is the Richard Kaysen Radio Network. I've got a challenge for you. Whenever we are back in the studio next week at our normal time, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Central, right here on the Parklands Freedom Leader AM 1240 KFMO. Whenever we're back in the studio next week, I've got a challenge for you. You name a state, name a county in that state, and I will tell you where the vote counts came from. I will give you the IP address of the machine. I will give you the region of the country, and I will give you the latitude and longitude of where that machine was located on the night or the day or the month after the election, because that's what they did. They took all this time to steal your election from you. And that's precisely what they did. And the sooner you realize that, the sooner things can start to get better. But we only have a few minutes left in this hour. Let me just, uh, let's leave Missouri here. Let's go to, um, well, Ohio has a, has a, as far as the podcast goes, has a significant listening audience here. And one of our biggest audiences for the podcast comes from Columbus, Ohio. So Columbus is located in Franklin County. And Franklin County got their results at 8.17 in the morning, the day after the election, from Kentucky. Other counties in Ohio that had their results sent away, these are all foreign places where their results came from. Japan, Canada, France, Australia. Australia comes up a lot. Let's Let's go to another state. Now, okay, here's an example of a state Biden clearly won. No question that Biden won the state. They're saying that he won by 2,369,612 votes. In reality, he only won by 2,203,312. Well, what's the big deal, Rick? You still won. The fact that they rigged the count. For example, Seattle, where the Richard Case and Radio Network podcast has a sizable following. Okay? Seattle's in King County. And where did King County's results come from? The next day, around, let's see here, that would be 8.02 p.m., they came from Nevada. Got a machine out in the deserts of Nevada counting Seattle's results. Which county is this? Oh, other counties in Washington that had their results sent to foreign countries, Australia, France, United Arab Emirates, that's a new one, Thailand, that's a new one, Ireland, and so on. And the list goes on and on. Florida, obviously, let's go to Tampa, which is in Hillsborough County. Their results came from New York at 12.41 p.m. the day after the election. Let's go to... Another state where the Richard Case and Radio Network podcast, Illinois. Okay, again, classic example of where Biden was. There's no doubt in my mind that Biden was going to win Illinois. Illinois is automatically rigged for Democrats no matter who the candidate is. That's the one state Trump couldn't quite get a toehold in. Richard Case and Radio Network has a sizable Chicago audience. Chicago's in Cook County. Where did Cook County's results come from? Two days after the election, at 2.32 in the morning, they came from Texas. 
Williamson County, which is down in the southern part of Illinois, they got their results from the central and western districts of Hong Kong. And there's example after example after example. When we come back, I teach a whole class in critical race theory. 